Our reading this morning from scripture is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 13 um, from 1 to 7. And yet I will show you the most excellent way. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. This is the word of the Lord. Well, good morning to you all, and uh, welcome to Christchurch that I may add to Steve's. And uh, if you don't know who I am, I'm the vicar, I'm Peter, Peter Hubbard, and it's wonderful to welcome you all to this very special service. And it is my great privilege to address you for a few minutes today. Uh, It is a very important and a very significant occasion as we mark 100 years since the end of the First World War. And as we remember, with huge gratitude, all those who have given their lives Uh, during both that great war, as it was called, and, of course, in the many conflicts uh, that have happened since 1918 in the pursuit of peace and reconciliation and freedom. Uh, But the way I'd like us to consider why this day is so significant and what it might mean for you and for me is to uh, think about those words that Sally has just read to us from the Bible. And uh, they were written a long time ago. They were written by a man called St. Paul. And he was writing to a church in Corinth. And Corinth is in the country of Greece. And uh, he was, as I say, writing a long time ago, 2,000 years ago, uh, those words were written. And uh, 1 Corinthians 13 is a reading that is more often read in weddings. If you've ever been to a wedding, it's likely that that is the chapter that was read. And, uh, and the reason that it's read at weddings is because it's describing the qualities of love. And so we've heard these words, and Paul says, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Now that's what the Bible says. But I'd like you to consider a question. What do you think love is? What do you think love is? So what I'd like you to do, uh, I'd like you to turn to your neighbor 
whoever happens to be next to you, whether you know them or not, and have a conversation with them for 30 seconds and try and talk about and answer that question. What do you think love is? Okay, Uh, Cubs, Beavers, everybody, have a think about that for 30 seconds. Off you go. Okay. Well done. Hand up over there. Thank you. Wonderful. One of the things that Jesus says is love each other. Now, I haven't got time. If I was doing a school assembly at this point, I'd go around with a roving mic and I'd ask the children their ideas about what they think love is, but we can't do that, I'm afraid, today. We haven't got the time. Um, But I've got some ideas, and I'm going to show you these ideas on the screen about this question, what do you think love is? Here's some ideas, some suggestions about what I think love might be. Uh, Love might be that sort of lovey-dovey feeling. Do you know what I mean? That kind of, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, that kind of gooey feeling. Is 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 that fair? You know, that kind of thing. Might be that. Or it might be when somebody does something that you're not expecting them to do. And you kind of, whoa, I wasn't expecting you to do that. Thank you for doing whatever that was for me. Uh, It might be having patience. Uh, Some of us are patient, some of us are not quite so patient. But that ability to have patience is a sign of love, to wait to wait can be a signal, a sign, a way of showing love. Uh, it might be uh, letting your dad read the newspaper in a bit of quiet. <laughs> uh, it might be, you know, he just wants a few minutes to himself. Now the mums are going to, you know, hang on, what about me? But it might be that. Uh, it might be letting your sister use your skateboard. Might be. It might be really precious, but you don't want to let go of it. But it might be that. Uh, It might be babysitting for a friend. Might be, you know, say, yeah, you go go and have an evening uh, out. I will look after the children. Could be that. Uh, It could be giving somebody another chance. That's really important, isn't it? You know, to give somebody another go, another chance at whatever it is that they got wrong the first time. Or maybe it's about making sacrifices. And this is something that Mother Teresa says I think is really, really powerful. She said this, if you really love one another, you will not be able to avoid making sacrifices. And that is true. And I think that's what the Apostle Paul would have said as well. So Paul says in this reading from 1 Corinthians 13, he says that love is about putting other people first. He says, he doesn't say exactly like that, but he says, love is self-seeking. 
Sorry, love is not self-seeking. Get it right, Vicar? <laughs> that was nearly wrong, was it? Second chance, you see. Love is not self-seeking. Now, I believe that when the Apostle Paul wrote these words about love, he had someone in mind. And I believe he had Jesus Christ in mind. And the reason I think that is because Jesus shows us how to love each other. And Jesus said something really, really meaningful. And where does it ring true today? And this is what he says. He said this, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. I'll read that again. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Now, love could be all of those things we, we thought about. It could be that kind of gooey feeling. It could be that, you know, letting your sister use a skateboard, etc. It could be all of those things. But love is so much more than that. And the heart of loving each other lies the truth that Jesus loves us. That's what lies at the truth of that. It's a willingness to put other people first, whatever we feel like. To sacrifice what we want, what I want, for the good of someone else. And on today, on today is a very special day, Remembrance Sunday, Armistice Sunday. We are remembering those who lay down their life in the fighting of war, particularly at this 100th anniversary of the end of the First World War. We're remembering that sacrifice so that we can live in freedom. Now, these aren't on the screen, but these are some horrendous statistics about the First World War. In World War I alone, six million British men fought. Just in World War I, six million British men fought. And of those six million British men, 772,000 of them died. 1.7 million of them were, uh, were wounded. And 170,000 of them became prisoners of war. And that is just British soldiers. That's not counting France and all the other countries that were fighting. We need to remember them. And I've only got time to think about one reason why. One reason why we need to remember them is so that we can be thankful. Thankful for the incredible love and dedication and sacrifice that they showed for us so that we can have freedom. Their love was costly. They, they sacrificed what they wanted for the good of others. They left behind their families, they left behind their friends, their homes, their jobs, everything they left behind so that they could fight for our freedom. They went through a lack of food, lack of sleep, lack of peace. They had illnesses, they had pain. Of course, many of them died. They saw terrible things, they heard terrible things, things that stayed with them for years and years afterwards. And they did it all in the hope of securing peace for others, for you and for me. The way of life that we now enjoy is down in a big way to their courage and to their sacrifice. And so we need to be thankful. Thankful to those brave men and women. 
And I wonder, as I sort of come towards an end, I wonder if you realize something. And it's something that we can miss even on a day like today. If we're not careful. Because that is what Jesus did for you and for me. He laid down his life on the cross. We've got a big cross there, haven't we? He laid down his life on the cross so that we can be friends with God. Jesus not only said those words, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. He not only said it, he did it. He did that. Jesus, the Son of God, the Prince of Peace, laid down his life so that we might know peace and reconciliation with God the Father. And that, my friends, is another excellent reason to be thankful to God today. Now, as you came in, you should have been uh, given one of these little booklets called Silence. Looks like that. And I really want to encourage you to take the time to read this. Might be today, might be tomorrow, might be this week at some point. But take the time to read it. Get a bit of quiet if you can, and just sit down and read it through, because it's got all sorts of wonderful ways of remembering and being thankful for the sacrifice of those who have died, who fought in the wars over the years uh, through, uh, from 1914 onwards. And it will also remind you of some of the things that you've heard today about God and about the peace he wants to bring into our lives today. If you want to talk to me about that, find me at the end of the service. I'll be around somewhere. You can talk to me or you can talk to Steve about something you've heard in the service that has just struck a chord with you. We would love to talk to you. But let me end what I want to say by quoting the words of St. Paul at the very end of his, his, this chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. He says this, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Amen.